introduce our show. Welcome to Stand Up Memories. Thank because you, Jackie. Because it's his turn. It's my turn, Stand Up Memories. Jackie, Martling, Peter Bales, and our absolutely tremendous guest, Rory Rosegarden, who is tremendous. the manager of managers and the head of a terrific company called the Conversation Company Limited. How about this? Right off the bat, to snag them, let him just list his clientele. Go ahead. We were talking last time about Robert Klein, but that's only one. He's got an incredible roster. Well, I've been working as manager for Ray Romano for almost 40 years. Um, Brian Regan, uh, Gary Valentine, Tom Green, Frank Caliendo. A lot of people. Great people. Yeah. And many people over the years. Yes. Uh, one of your former clients, John Ferentino, told me about you. Something that I think is really, really cool. And it says to me... I would that, have never guessed it was that big. I know. No. Yeah. It says to me, you followed the right career path. He told me that one time he saw you in your office on four phones at the same time, trying to keep four conversations straight in your head and going crazy with these phones. And in the middle of it, you looked up and said, I love this. Well, one little part of that story that you didn't get. Okay. But the reason I was In the on, middle of it, you were trying to hang up on front. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I was on four phones, be, this way I didn't have to talk to John. <laughs> So I did not mean to. I did not mean to step on that. You, when you stepped on it anyway. Uh, no, yeah, I, I didn't even right. dawn on me. It did that. <laughs> yeah, that is. Oh, great. That Yo, is... I'll tell you a funny John story. Listen, yeah. we are, we are only going to bash Ferentino for another couple episodes. No, 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 episodes. no. This is a great. This is a great story. This is one of the prides <laughs> of my life. So there used to be a a, a show. Comics of Live? Was yes. It? Yeah. Um, and they kept using my guys. And I'm from New York. And I would go to the show. So I would fly out to L.A., fly out to L.A. So I finally said to the producer at the time, um, do one show with all my guys. I, I, <laughs> I have to come out once. So, so you're he, going for each one. Right. So he agreed. And we did the show with all the guys. And I was in the hotel. John Ferentino had come. And he was going to do a, a bit that required a string of cocktail francs. And we couldn't find a string of cocktail francs. We found loose cocktail francs. Because they're, swear, they're kosher? I swear, am I... <laughs> You're gonna stick the new <laughs> stuff in no matter what. No, I mean, I'm, I didn't mean that as a joke. I mean, <laughs> can I tell my story, please? <laughs> I was asking. A question. I love it. I love. Sit on your mouth. And let me... I was asking a very legitimate question. So I'm in the hotel. We didn't know what to do because the gag was at the end of the bit. He pulls out a string of cocktail francs. It's a very funny bit, but we couldn't find them. We looked all over the place, and I was in the hotel with a needle and thread. Ah. Oh. Sewing uh, hot dogs together. I, I, I swear, <laughs> John will tell you the story. That's hysterical. And that's when I knew I was in for life. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that got to be one of your fondest, the fondest, fondest memories. Fondest. Yeah, but that shows yeah. how into each one of your acts and each day was well, a different day. I always day. loved comedy. It wasn't yeah. just the business of doing comedy. 
I walk the fine line because there are, there are managers who are great at what they do, but they're businessmen. Yes. And then there are managers who go the other way. And I kind of straddle both sides, but I love the art of comedy. I yes. appreciated it, I appreciated it and I loved it. So it was, it was as much fun for me working on the set and getting, you know, put this joke here, put this joke there. I, I never wanted to be a manager who just said, yeah, that's pretty good, that's good. I wanted to roll up my sleeves and get into it with them. I always wanted my clients to feel they weren't alone and two heads were better than one. You're in the I, trenches. Yeah, I always deferred to them. They're the comedians, they're the ones who have to do it. But it was also, I would always tell them the truth, even if it hurt, but it was my opinion. You could tell me to take a walk, but the reality was that's what I thought. And I, I, I enjoy that. I, I enjoy it to this day. It's that's, fun. That's, You're not going to stop anytime you know, soon. Well, the funny thing is when I started out in 1980, it was the comedy business. Right. And now it's the comedy industry. It's changed. It really has changed. Dramatically. The, yeah. You know, the companies are big. They're, they're multi-companies and their they're stock price and none of that existed in the beginning. Uh, it was more of a creative art. It was neglected and ignored regularly. Now the New York Times has a comedy writer and it, it's a serious thing. But I still try, try to bring the old uh, way of doing it into the new way of doing it. Rory. But it's a, it's a little bit of a, a mismatch, like a mismatch, right? It's a, it's a it's a tough intertwining. Yeah, you know? because it, it, it's an art form. You can't you can't take that away. It's an art form, and unfortunately, with big business, sometimes that gets lost as you go. And I try as much as I can, uh, not because the old days are better than now. But I try to incorporate that into the new way of doing things. Now, Rory, most new comedians and comedy fans out there really have no idea what a manager does. And let me make a statement. Let's see how Rory reacts to it. Comedians out there, especially new comedians, it's relatively easy to find a manager. Finding the right manager, finding a good manager is one of the toughest challenges you're ever going to have. Well, it, that is, that's, that's accurate because it's you and the comedian versus the world. Right. That's the way it is. And it, I've always approached it where I'm sort of the brother. I never approached it from a, a business standpoint. I, my head doesn't work that way. Um, I, you have to, it's someone that you trust and someone you believe in, and someone who understands what you do, and how you do it, and can bring something to the table. That, that was my approach to it. I'm not saying that's the way everybody does it. That's how I do it. What about not, not to flatter you too much, but you have been so respected in your field for as long as I remember, from, like, from the word go, you know. Nice. You, you know. It was, uh, we, you know, we all grew together, you know, I had my flame and it went out and, but you've just like got to the top and see, you know, you, you, it, it, you had a climb, but once you hit the climb and, and you went, you know, 
You had a it's, flame. It's magical. I, I had an ember. I prefer it. That's my career. Well, but you couldn't get anybody to blow on it. Yeah, but it's not, <laughs> it's not fair because you were, you are, were, are funny. You Thank are you. funny. Yeah. And, and to me, he's comedy royalty. Yeah, he really yeah, is. Yeah, other comedians you. really look up to you. Oh, that, well, I, I thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for that. And I'll tell you something. We got to get Rory to talk about Long Island Zone, a guy we knew from your one-nighter on a Wednesday night that was a tough crowd, you know, and that's Ray Romano. He's, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. The greatest. First of all, before anything, he's a great guy. Ray and I have been through He everything. says two words, yeah. and you, you can sense yeah. that he's a great guy, he, I he's, think. He's very genuine, and he's really funny, and if you go to dinner with him, he's laughing at your jokes. He's not holding <laughs> yeah. court. He's the most regular guy. He's married. He's got four kids. His family's very close. They fight like every family. Like he's as normal as could be. He's the best comedian of my, my career, who, uh, with material, he can read a script. I remember when I started out and I was young and I wanted to make my point and whatever. And then you get older and you realize he's really good. He, he gets a visceral sense of the material and you don't argue with him because he's always right. Yeah. And yeah. the reason Ray has always done really good projects because they speak to him. He's another one who doesn't make a decision based on the business, ever. Everything is at the crux of whether the material itself is great material. And it fits. And that's why everything he does is, is really good. Really good. And Everybody he, he, likes him. He's I the best guy. He's the, yeah. be, the greatest guy. I don't know, a single comedian no. who doesn't have great things to say yeah. about him, and, th and that's a lot of comedians. Yeah, that is very weird in all these years. I, I don't think I've ever heard a negative word no, about the no. guy. And it's and funny, think about this, because I agree with you. The press, right, and they can mm -hmm. be kind of tough. Yeah. It's 40 years almost. Um, there's never been a bad thing about the guy, because he's a gentleman, and he's not a BS artist, and he's a, he's just a good guy. He's genuine because his show, Everybody Loves Raymond, came yeah. out of his act. He created that. Well, the interesting thing was, I was the executive producer of Everybody Loves Raymond, and um, so I got to see everything firsthand. And the good thing about his stand-up was he talked about real things in his life, and it translated to the audience because they knew it happens to them too, yeah. which somehow is a great equalizer. He's not lecturing or talking down to you. He was one of them. And when, they, when, when he would talk about his mother, he's talking about their mother. Because you start to realize yes. that the common denomination Absolutely. between everybody uh, is, is that everyone is the same. Everyone's the same, the sauce is different. You know? yes, so yes, yes, it's yes. so weird because in, in, in an obscure way, and I don't know if I ever said this out loud, but in my mind, it runs, his show ran exactly parallel to The Honeymooners. Correct. Because Correct. Jackie Gleason and Audrey, Correct. they were a, a battling married Correct. couple. But I they mean, loved they, each other. That truly right. loved they each truly other. Loved I mean, it was, it, right. it was apples and oranges. But it was the same identification. But, the but think about what you're saying now. So the Honeymooners and Raymond, 
right? Years and years, decades apart. That's how we are. That's our experience. It doesn't that, change that much. No, 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 you no. Know, you fight with your wife and you love your wife. A caveman and a caveman right. are the Correct. same thing. Correct. Same. Same the thing. Flintstones, same. right. The Flintstones in between. That's right. I love it. That's, That's great. Right. But he's a really great guy and uh, I've had nothing. I'll tell you an uh, inside baseball thing about him. Uh, Ray and I are working together 39 years is what it is. Um, we have never had a fight in 39 years. I'm sure years. we could do something No, 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 about listen. That. <laughs> listen. <laughs> that's, that's something. We disagree on things. Right. We have disagreements about this or that. But we never hung up on each other. Or we, it just never happened. It just never happened. I believe that. I totally believe. He's that kind I of a guy. He is. He's that kind of guy. And but that goes back to what you were talking about when you were talking to the comedians and saying that you have to find the right manager. Right. Ray and I, there's a, a, a frickin' frack. I don't take any of the credit for his genius at all. None. That's something that's a God-given thing that he has, and he's, a, he's great at it. But when you're working with Ray... He's listening to what you say. It's not because I'm Ray, I'm right. He wants to hear what you have to say. And if you have a, if he has a good idea for a joke, if it's from the maintenance man, he yes. wants, says, he wants the yes. bounce. He right. wants right. the input. Right. Right. He, he lets everybody do their job. You know, I remember at the height of Raymond, um, when we were renegotiating the deal, because we had only made a five-year deal for him, and the show is now going on nine years, and was the number one show in America. We, we named what we wanted. And one thing that Ray said to me that sticks in my mind, and this was about nine, 2000, 2001, somewhere in there, 2002, and he, he said to me, is it fair for them when we were making the deal? Wow. He wanted to make sure, he wanted to get what he deserved and he wanted to get, but he wanted to make sure it was fair for them too. What else do you say? Your guy who says that. Who else would say well, that? Who else says I believe that? It. Yeah. I don't know that I would be as generous, you know. Yes. And and he was very. Here's another thing he did. He took out of when when we negotiated with CBS, and they were great to us. Great. They were nice people, and everyone was great. You know, when when you're hit, yeah, everyone is great to everybody, and. He took some of his share and gave it out to the others because he wanted everybody to participate. That's, that's him. That doesn't happen on every no, show. No, it doesn't happen, doesn't happen in life, let alone a show. And, but it made him feel better and everybody loved him on the, in the cast, which is also the last thing I'll say, that the stars loved him. They all they yes, got along yes. great. But he got along with all the cameramen and the costumers Good. and the right. hair Which people. is huge. He, he just, he wanted, he wanted a family, but it wasn't a calculated thing. It's just how he was. No one, we went home every night on that show, six o'clock. Why? Shows don't go home at six o'clock. They work till 12 yes. o'clock because everybody had kids and families and Phil Rosenthal, the head writer on the show and the executive producer on the show too, he, he, um, he was very adamant about that. Ray was adamant about that. That's great. Yeah. But sometimes 
and again, new comedians, not necessarily young. You don't have to be young and new, but not necessarily going together. Next but, week, Peter's going to address his point. <laughs> I, you don't even know what my point is. I just know it was five minutes to go, ten minutes ago. All right, we're going to get to the inside of this. We're going to get to the inside of everything. Manager extraordinaire. We're going to get to the inside of Rory Rosegarden. We're already inside. We're, we're inside. Fun. We're going to get I, I, further. And I have a special uh, thing that he ticked me into, but I'm leaving it because we ran out. With, this is, he, he's a spectacular guest, and we also have to tell him about our other guests because he's being held in a esteem gang. Yes. And when we tell you who the other guests are, you'll either feel heralded or be like, and I'm with this group. <laughs> it's a good group. Tell them, tell them we'll be back next week. Tell them to come back next Check week. Check us out next week on Stand Up Memories. Check us out. All right. Check us out. It's going to be a groovy show. <laughs> Am I dated? <laughs> I can't tell I'm dated. <laughs> Hey, a new episode of Stand Up Memories every Wednesday. How exciting is that? Starring me, Peter Bales, and right here, Jackie the Joke Man Martin. Please follow us on social media. Search it out. What is it? MeSpace? MySpace? Your space? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Do da, do da. 